Wow, that was a great start to this episode. Excellent. And welcome to another episode of Soul Citizen. This is episode 112. We'll be talking about the ship Drake uh, shipyard, the shipyard series, Drake in the Plant in the Planetary. I'll get it right eventually. <laughs> Today I'm joined with my co-host. Today I'm joined with my co-host, Kalvadi. Kalvadi, how are you doing? What up, what up, what up, Twitch? What up, Soul Citizens crew? It's great to be here. It's great to be with the original Fast Cart. Yeah. Oh boy, I hope I, I survived this night. And it's great to be with the infamous Paul Shelley. And speaking of Paul Shelley, yes, we're joined today by Paul, uh, the actor from Shelley, also the Lord Master. But you know, he'll always be Berserker Zero One to me. How many names the title have you had? <laughs> uh, I have more titles than the King of Spain. That's, that's, all, that's all I know. Hey, thanks um, for the subscription. And how are you doing? Where can people find you? Uh, hi, my name is Paul Berserker, one Batman Shelley. I am the host of the Astro Pub on Twitch, uh, the Astro Pub Live on YouTube, the Astro Historian on YouTube is now because I split my YouTube into two, so you can find lore on the Historian channel and the live channel can see all my other stuff. Um, you can find me live on Twitch Thursday through Sunday, and I do a bunch of different content, mostly Star Citizen based, and you know, Star Citizen lore. And you find Fast Card on there. We'll have to get uh, Karate on on, on Karate on one of them to talk a little bit. So. Yeah, that'll be an interesting yeah. episode. I'll tune in for that one. No, I'm, 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 I'm not going to talk about it. Thanks, everybody, for the uh, subscription. All right, yeah, the big black glamour. Thank you for all the time, Sheriff. Thank you for everyone for following. Hello, all the new people joining us from the Astropub um, channel. But uh, first, we, we, um, we just watched a video from Star Jump. That, I think that's one of the first videos that I've ever seen from, from Star Jump. That was a great planetary um, video by them. I, I haven't seen that in ages. It, it brought back memories. Mm -hmm. I, I want to say it's a few years old. Uh, do you remember the first time you saw that? What, what did you think? Huh. But me? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was lucky enough that, um, that Grim reached out to me before it was released and showed it to me cool. some of the earliest earliest ones to it because he was like i really want you to see what this is so i saw it i was like this is really cool this is this is very very cool i mean um it's star jump so everything they do is very very like the stuff they do is very difficult to do and it's very cool looking so it was very it was very very nice to see that i think yeah i think it was their first real big work too and it was around yeah i think so AE, so that was great yeah hey thanks for the subscription Thank you for the subscription from Pistapace. Appreciate it. Uh, Kawadi, how about you? What do you think of this studio movie? Have you seen it before? Did your first time? Yeah, this is my second time seeing it. And I always get, you know, pumped by the music that they chose, the, you know, the arrangements of the assets of the models. You know, they've done some excellent work, Stardom has. And, you know, it's it's always refreshing to see, you know, um, those videos, you know, still being sustainable, seeing still being out there, still pulling people in, still getting them engaged. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, to seeing more of their work. It's It's, it's been really great. And yeah, like like Paul said, it's it's definitely some some difficult stuff. I don't see myself doing that anytime soon. So you know, <laughs> it's really appreciative, you know, um, seeing the kind of work that they're putting out there for the community. So Paul, uh, would you consider yourself one of the OG Star Citizen streamers now? Apparently, I am. Started around twenty fifteen. Yeah, started around 2015, I mean, I 2014, actually, towards the end of twenty fourteen, mm. when when uh, when when the uh, when the dogfight module was first released, the Arena Commander. Mm. Um, but that was under my old name. But yeah, I've, I've been around, I guess, now, yeah, I don't know how many of the years that is. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few. You'll be really yeah. old and doggy, I put it that way. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah, I, I oh, guess yeah. I, I guess I consider myself one of the OG streamers. So OG content creators for Star Citizen now. By the way, I know you normally about branding, but today I decided to be a snob wearing my chairman shirt. I guess I'm a merchant snob now, so that's a thing. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, Paul, give us a short history of um, Drake and the Planetary. I'll say the bench right. <laughs> All right. So you can't talk about Drake without talking about Magnus. And it's it's appropriate you're talking about Drake because because uh, on, on, on the Soul Citizens, because Magnus is the most soulful um uh system in the entire of star citizen because it is space detroit it is 100 percent space detroit so um it was uh this this big system that was uh controlled by the uee for a very long time the navy had uh, claimed it and they had built most of the navy ships there uh for much of much of human history and when they switched uh the headquarters from there to killian the headquarters were uh, the Magnus became abandoned because they had never been allowed to really develop outside of the military. So they had these huge shipyards that were building nothing and they weren't even allowed to like develop, uh, you know, when the military was there and they just kind of upped and abandoned them. So the economy sort of collapsed in the system and uh, eventually they started to claw stuff back, but it was very, there's some very bitter taste in, in people's mouths who live in Magnus because the UAE abandoned them for it without any warning just because they could so uh around that around that same time when when magnus was struggling uh, a group of people decided they were going to enter a contest for a fictional a possible future fighter um the uee needed a fighter that could be used by militia and by troops and the very front lines uh who who may not have a lot of access to resources something that could be fixed pretty quickly and maintained easily and have a decent ability to fight so they put this call out and Thanks a team headed, uh, headed by a woman named uh, jan dredge put together what we know today is the cutlass and they didn't win uh the, the contest from the ue and because of that, they said, you know what? This is a really good ship. We can sell this to the people in the frontier who need this sort of rugged stuff anyways. So they decided to found a company. And uh, they decided on the name Drake Interplanetary because Drake Interplanetary sounded cool. It sounded, it sounded best. They kind of, they, they, it was no real reason why they named Drake. They just said it sounded good, so let's do it. They're very practical. And uh, they decided to kind of lean into this reputation because the UEE rejected their design and decided to, uh, and also because there's lots of cheap land in, in Magnus, they bought up a bunch of land in Magnus and opened up uh, their, their headquarters and their production facilities on Magnus. And it, while it didn't save Magnus, uh, the system itself, it did boost up the economy significantly. So a lot of people became, you know, got back to work building Drake ships. And again, because there's a lot of really talented people who were building military ships before then, there's a lot of people who had these skills, so they got to work building Drake ships, and there was just tons of Drake ships everywhere. And within, I think, three years, Drake was competing with RSI in terms of sales. So, you know, they're, they're, they did pretty well. The only thing that you got to know about Drake is that since then, pretty much everything they've built is a cutlass. Doesn't matter what it is, it's a cutlass. It's a cutlass, but different. You know, the, the Caterpillar, it's a cutlass. The um, the buccaneer, it's a cutlass. The 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 kraken, it's a cutlass. It's just cutlass with other is things. Is the Drake mule a cutlass? Yes, the Drake mule is a cutlass with <laughs> mules. 
The dragon yes, Yeah. Okay, I just called it a meal. It, it, it's it's the thing. The reason why they um, the joke is is that they they reuse all their parts. So like everything, like like all the parts that you see in like the mule is also parts that would go into a cutlass. Okay. Mm. All okay. right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Drake is one of the OG manufacturers that, um, outside of Lord, like w w when when the uh, Kickstarter started, they had mm -hmm. Origin, RSI, Mist, and Drake. Correct? Yeah, Drake was the was the oldest backer group in in the original thing because you had the Cutlass, which is the original um, the original. And that was called the Power Package or something. Yes, uh, the Scoop Package is what it was called. Right. Thanks for the and follow. The uh, what was the other one? The the cat the caterpillar was was described as the evil freelancer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Know that. Oh, okay, wow. cool. So yeah, like um, and like this, like Mustang came after the, the Kickstarter, mm -hmm. right, correct? So yeah, oh, yeah. Drake Mustang, is like Mustang after. really old. Yeah, okay. it's 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 twenty twelve. Original one of the original five. So wow, cool. All right, so th thank you for that. Uh, I think we have a video from uh, the Star Citizen 2948 in the, in the planetary, uh, Drake and planetary video. So we can talk over this while it's running. But uh, do you remember, well, this is like, what, four years ago? Uh, uh, this one. Yeah, this is, this is, this is this the infamous uh, poll one? The one where they... Uh, oh! Yeah, there's, there's no talking <laughs> over this one. Sorry, no talking. Okay, <laughs> okay no talking. <laughs> So Drake Interplanetary, it's our fifth day of our anniversary promotion. Drake Interplanetary has what, like 12 ships in, in the Drake lineup. There's eight that are flyable now in our free fly promotion. When I say Drake Interplanetary to each one of you, what's the first word that comes to mind? Versatility. Versatility. Cheapness. Cheapness. Yeah. And, as in cost or as in quality or? All of those things. Like, they are not particularly strongly built. They're built to a budget. These guys make Drake ships. Do you agree with that? Yeah. There's some, uh, if I could count <laughs> how many, how many screws and nuts and bolts and like rafters and girders are in there. Wires and cables. It's not that it's cheap or weak. It's just, they don't care about you bumping your head on that stuff. So they don't cover it up with, you know, airbags and nice plastic panels. They pass the savings on to you with manufacturing cost cuts. It's cheap in that regard, yes. <laughs> Elwin's got something to say on this. El Elwin, you know, you figured out, you, you, you helped develop the entire style guide for Drake ships when you did the Drake Caterpillar, right? Uh, well, not the entire style guide. Obviously, we Most. were working with, we, we just happened to be the first ones to build a ship with a, a Drake ship with a substantial interior that yeah. established the style guide going forward. Um, and we decided to use shape language that just suggested that you were in a dangerous environment. So the idea was to make it feel like you're in an active construction zone. Right? Does it feel like as if I'm walking down this hallway, I need to feel as though part of the wall is about to collapse on me? Uh, if you go to one of the cargo uh, modules in the Caterpillar, you'll notice that we've exposed all the mechanisms for the door. So anyone can stick their arm in there and just lose it if they wanted to. Function now, over form, girders, That's a bolts, good one. I like that one. Rafters, like every trellis beam is visible. 
And that's not just yeah. the Caterpillar, that's all Drake ships. Yeah, yeah. Function over yeah. form, I think you nailed it right there. That's one of the reasons yeah. I think I relate to Drake so much. But I think it goes a little bit further than that. I, I really do think it's like, no, this is just a hazardous environment. We have- They're not robust. They're, they're not. And, there's, and there's no safety equipment. The idea is I'm gonna get into the ship at my, at my own safe. risk, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable when, like when I go in a Drake ship, I feel like I wanna spend the minimum amount of time right in here because it's gonna i feel like drake's gonna, gonna kill me in. i want to spend all my time in a drake ship i go into a drake ship and I, I i that's what i relate to it's it's this uh it's this uh function over form thing i instantly feel yeah. at home in a drake ship you don't you don't says, get that says a lot about i think it says <laughs> a lot about you i just like safety all right not every ship is going to be for every player no who's the caterpillar for Caterpillars for the, the cargo haulers and the traders. So it's got a great cargo capacity. It's got a wonderful cargo yeah, capacity. Yeah, and it's those easy access clamshell doors means you can get stuff in and out. Mm -hmm. I've seen some enterprising use of weaponry inside those cargo <laughs> doors. That's right, because it's got the side doors that yeah. you can open up and seen you can fire out. Like five, six Cyclone TRs in there, just open the doors and just all the Gatlings come out like that a, is awesome. like a pirate ship. There's always like a pirate ship. Um, but With it's, that, it's almost like a broadside, like, a, yeah, like yeah. an old school pirate yeah. ship yeah. broadside. Now, we, we talked a bit about piracy before we got started here, and the Drake Caterpillar is one of the limited ships that are available during the anniversary promotion going on right now. But there's a second Caterpillar that's available. You, you don't see it if you just go to the website. You actually have to participate in Pirate Swarm, which is a, which is, well, tell us what Pirate Swarm is. So, Pirate Swarm is one of our Arena Commander game modes. Mm -hmm. So, it's essentially you versus waves of AI. So, we have Vandal Swarm, which is you versus waves of like, Vandal. Uh, pirate Swarm is the, the pirate version of that, so you're, you're against a variety of just pirate AI ships, mm -hmm. and you just have to clear the waves. Each wave gets progressively harder. There's a couple of like boss waves thrown in there. Mm -hmm. and you don't have to do this alone. You can do this no, with you, friends. You can do it by yourself. You can do it with uh, a few friends. And you know how many waves? I think it's 15. 15. I've never beat it, so it's I don't actually know. 15 waves, so depending on how like you count the waves in terms of... I cannot of beat Pirate Shame. Pirate Swarm is my secret That's your initiative. <laughs> secret shame. Pirate Shame. Pirate Shame. Okay. I just exposed myself that I've never actually beat Pirate Swarm. But if you do beat Pirate Swarm, uh, you, you get badged with a, uh, a special badge that will enable uh, you to uh, check out the pirate version of a Caterpillar. And I, have to, I do have to say, for a company that's not supposedly selling to pirates, the fact that there is a pirate version of the Caterpillar seems a bit suspect to me. Right, that's an aftermarket thing. What's oh, an aftermarket? Oh yeah, our customers do oh, what so they want with the you do with them is uh, it's your business. Yeah, it's your business. From the Caterpillar, we went to a, a, a revamp last year of the Cutlass. Mm. And the Cutlass is arguably the most popular Drake ship that's in the lineup. Uh, talk to me about working on the Cutlass. What, what is the Cutlass? It's this sort of, I guess the, the official term is this militia ship. So it's a bit of a, again, it's multi-role. It's got some cargo space. It's got a lot of guns, so you can do combat. From a gameplay perspective, who's the Cutlass for? Uh, Elwin mentioned like versatile and versatility. It's it, everybody. It, it's something for everyone, really. There, it's it's like the Connie has that multi-crew experience. You can do a slightly smaller scale version of that with the Cutlass. So you've got those two yeah. seats with the two screens, mm -hmm. able to do all the ship functionality. You've got a turret to use. You've got that cargo bay area, so you can haul cargo. You can put some small vehicles can get up that ramp. It's got those side raiding doors for ease of access in and out. And you can put troops in the back. Yeah. 
just yeah. literally There's clown six, call them in. Six jump seats in the back of the black. There are. And of course, uh, it's, uh, we also have uh, variants of the Cutlass coming yeah, online yeah, later in, in the, the red. blue and the red. And so the, the black, which is, you know, so uh, uh, loved and beholden for pirates, we have the Cutlass Blue, which yeah. is a, a police cruiser. Yeah, it's like the, the militia police. It's like Drake playing both yeah. sides of the equation. I think it's very that's, fitting. That's great for a manufacturer. <laughs> I think it's very fitting. Supply both sides. Now, while the Caterpillar and the Cutlass can be operated solo, the other end of the spectrum, we've got single-seat ships like the Buccaneer and the Dragonfly. Mm. Talk to me about the Buccaneer. Buccaneer is this, this great little light fighter, really agile, got those huge engines to make it nice and fast. Like a lot of Drake things, it's very well armed. The trade-off being it's a bit made of paper, like we talked about. Like it. actual paper, not the metaphorically actual, paper. Actual, like, as close to paper as metal can get. Like, it, that thing falls apart <laughs> with a stiff breeze. But if it gets its guns on target, and the guns themselves, like, there's a variety of loadouts, so it has that spinal mount, which yep. can take a size four gun on there, or twin S2s. Yeah, it is yeah. twin so S2s. You can all go all one huge gun, or just smattering of smaller guns everywhere. Really packs a punch. I don't want to say that tagline. <laughs> a punch is above its weight class? That one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the Dragonfly, our, our introduction of an entirely new type of vehicle to Star Citizen, the, the space motorcycle. Uh, what do you think about the Dragonfly? What were your thoughts? When, when we first revealed a space motorcycle, what were your thoughts? I want to build that. That was, the, yeah. that was my first thought. That was, I, want cool. to, I think a lot of us felt that way. Yeah. Sadly, I didn't get the opportunity to. But it was really cool to see that ship come together because I think some of the finish of the exterior of that ship mm -hmm. is going to start influencing ships moving forward. Mm -hmm. So uh, I believe the Vulture yes. looks like it's taking a lot of cues yes. from the Dragonfly. Yeah. Um, so it's really helping to, that one ship is really helping to sort of really solidify the Drake style on the exterior of ships. Uh, and the most recent addition to Drake's uh, pantheon of spaceships, um, the uh, Drake Kraken. Now, the Kraken was a ship that we actually uh, allowed the community to vote on last year in our You Pick the Next Drake ship, and it lost. Yeah, it, it, was, it, it was, lost. It was ahead for a long time, mm -hmm. and then there was... But in the end, we came up with the, with the Vulture. Yeah. The Kraken lost. Why did we make the Kraken? So, it was a really interesting idea. Um, we don't have any, like, big carrier ships outside the Idris, really, and we wanted that variety of things, and... Drake are sort of the masters of doing doing something the same as someone else, but on a completely different level. One of my favorite things that I want to do with it is essentially like boarding parties and landing parties. So in days of old, pirate ships would pull up into a harbor and send all their stuff out. The sloops. Yeah, you can do that because this thing can land. So it just lands planet side somewhere, launch all your ships, launch all the dragonflies out of it and just go do some raiding. Yeah. Or that even more, more terrifying visual, like if you're planet side and a Kraken is coming down mm. and then you see the ships swarm out from over, yeah. that's yeah. going to be quite sight. Actually, when I saw the commercial, um, as soon as I saw all the ships sort of take off of it and start attacking, it instantly reminded me of initially what made me super excited about this game, where it's I'm gonna come in with my entire clan and we're all just gonna deploy from this one spot and attack the mission, whatever that mission is. Um, so for me, 
it probably would be to do exactly what they did in a commercial. It's just fly with all my friends and then go on missions as you do it. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up day five, Drake Interplanetary. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for so much for sharing the stories about Drake and our star kitten and any opportunity to troll me curiously. I will always <laughs> jump at. So uh, yeah, I'll let you get back to work, everybody. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks to Jack Sparrow and crew. Now get in the game and check out those Drake ships. Remember, each manufacturer's ships will only be available for 24 hours. Wow, I had forgotten about that episode. That that, was... It had some memory. That was the infamous makeup episode and the punch it above its weight class episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, oh, about one of my people. Thank you for that. I, 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 old Mr. Thunder, thank you for the five gifts. I appreciate it. Uh, I just want to remind you people that we are having a giveaway, but we'll be doing that later. We'll, we'll let you know when it's live. So. I heard someone say they wanted to spend all the time in the Drake ship in that video, but at least until you, you need to use the retro. Yeah. So, Paul, <laughs> what do you think of the video? That brought back the memories to, for you? Jared looks so young. Wow. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but man, Jared looks so young. Um, I just, it just, it's weird seeing them so young. <laughs> And it was only like four years ago. It wasn't like four years ago. That that difference a beard can make. That's all. Yeah. Well, it's 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 the fact that we have all aged fifty years since twenty twenty. Like that's that's yeah, right. <laughs> We've aged him. Yeah. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, the the gosh, that reminds. I mean, the 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 fact that like back then they had the the buccaneer, the uh. Cutlass, the Caterpillar, and the Dragonfly, and they—I oh, think they had a Herald. They didn't hadn't mentioned it, but there was the Herald there by that time. Uh -huh. And they just—I remember—I was actually at CitizenCon when they announced the Kraken. Uh, right. So this was like right after that. And uh, yeah, no, it was—it was interesting to hear it. And of course, I think that, wasn't this the episode that infamously everyone said that John Crew hates Drake. Is this the episode that caused that? That or has that happened before then? I don't remember. I don't recall yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, it could be. Yeah. Do you remember why they said it? Uh, no, it's just that's it's just the joke we came over oh. that John Crew hates Drake. Like that's why. No, the thing John Crew hates, he hates the Endeavor. That's what he hates. <laughs> that's the ship he hates. Go ahead. His new hatred. His new hatred. New His hatred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Kavadi, what did you think of the, of the video? You brought back your memories? Yeah, it was very reminiscent. I remember one of the first ships that I tried, that I put back on the shelf because I just couldn't take its um, its rotating thrusters with with the Drake Cutlass. And um, you know, seeing the the anniversary discussion and seeing their thoughts on you know all the ships, it was really nice to. to to look back and see how far we've come, you know. Um, I definitely remember, you know, when we got the the Dragonfly, um, it was really nice to see that hover bike in action. Um, I know lots of prisons were excited to see it. Um, of course, you know, I kind of wanted it at first to, to go faster because of, you know, the whole nostalgia with Star Wars and those things. But eventually, eventually, we we eventually got that experience, you know, but it was really nice to see and hear the, their discussions. And of course, the the baller guy, um, as soon as I see just, um, Josh Coons, we, we haven't seen him. I think he's still at, at CIG, right? I think so. I, okay. I haven't heard about him. Yeah, it just, yeah. 
uh, Coons works in Austin, so I've met him a couple of times in person. He's is he is a lot more chill than he is. He's actually I should say he's as chill as he looks yeah, on, on say, camera. He's definitely a chill guy. He's yeah. You could, you could tell what, from the um, from the interviews he gave. But go ahead, Carlotti. Yeah, well, that's about it, really. It, it was nice to see it. I, I, you know, actually, when they mentioned the the buccaneer, uh, that immediately came into my mind because I haven't flown the buccaneer in like a year or something. It's like, oh, I gotta try it again and see, you know, if if it's if it's reliable. You know, I I think it, in some way it's still a reliable um light light fighter, but I haven't tried it in, in some time. But yeah. So I forgot to ask, I know we asked it at the beginning of the show, but how many Drake ships do you have, Kaladi? In your hangar? Ah, uh, so you know my history when it comes to ships. Um, I've recycled all of the Drake Cutlass ships. I don't have any in my, my hangar currently, but I have experienced all of them, yeah. Okay. <laughs> how about you, Paul? I'm looking right now. Um, <laughs> I, I know I have the Corsair and I and I have the Cutlass Red. Uh, I don't have. I think that's about it, though. Yeah. Um, oh, and I have a Dragonfly, so I have three. No Drake Neos. No. Um, I'm. I'm. It's one of those. My my rule with things like that is that since it's in game, I'm sure it'll be able to. It'll be purchasable in like three eighteen, and it'll be pretty cheap because it's like it's a nice little trip i like it but i'm gonna buy it in game kind of thing so my first drake yeah. ship was probably the dragonfly yellow jacket but back mm -hmm. in the day Let's but I, I i've since melted it i've since melted it and i'm probably gonna get it in game but i have a bunch i have a few meals i don't want to say a bunch but i have a few meals i'm using as lti tokens and for giveaways and such so that's mm -hmm. about the only that's the only drake ship i have at the moment but we're giving away a drake vulture that's coming out of my back to, later on so to, that's what that's the other thing right. so speaking of the dragonfly let's talk about the dragonfly so um Kawadi, do you have the dock up can you read the um description for the dragonfly for it please yeah sure thing so the drake dragonfly the drake dragonfly is the perfect snub ship for anyone looking to live on the edge with nothing separating the pilot from the dangers of space the dragonfly is as much an adventure as a ship Dual mode conversion allows the Dragonfly to operate on the ground or in space. And a rear-facing second seat means you can even take a passenger. This black model is Drake's standard production version. Should I go over the Yellow Jacket and start Kitty? Uh, sure. All right. So the Yellow Jacket. This exclusive Yellow Jacket version is available only for the concept sale. I'll let you guys guess what color it is. And the Star Kitty, or AKA the Star Kitten. The Dragonfly Star Kitten is a special edition of the Dragonfly Black. It was obtainable as a referral reward in the 2017 referral contest. It is a two-person gravelev bike manufactured by Drake Interplanetary. Yeah, I missed my chance to get the Star Kitten. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I think I knew about it, but it slipped my mind, and I just I didn't I didn't get get one. But I, I like I said, I did have the, the yellow jacket. Uh, Paul, which one of these is your favorite of of, of the dragonfly? Uh, probably the yellow jacket. I mean, obviously, you can't go wrong with Star Kitten, but it's so rare to find Star Kitten. Right. That's you know. But I just love the the 
the the clashing aesthetic of this cutesy you know Hello Kitty uh, style uh, a character with with the with a manufacturer that is well known for being a pirate manufacturer. <laughs> <laughs> like it's very like, mature, but something meant yeah. meant for kids. It's like it's like seeing like like an M1 Abrams tank painted out to be like uh, with like uh, SpongeBob on on the side, okay. you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. How about you, Connor? Do you have a favorite, a favorite of the um of the of the dragonfly? Yeah, definitely the yellow jacket for me. Also, um, I actually have it on, in my buy bag as well. But it definitely struck out to me. I mean, I, I, I you know, I like the standard black edition. Um, you know, for if I'm wanna you know go for a run because I had that one in game, uh, and you know just you know just have like the matching thing with my my Drake ship. Um, but the yellow jacket has always stood out for me, and I think eventually I'll, I'm gonna, you know, pull it back into my into my hanger, into my account, um, and you know, just to you know, build on the star kit, and that definitely reminded me when I first saw it. Um, of I'm not sure how many of you played uh, Ace Combat uh, Six, but um, there was this um, this paint pack that was released for these fighter aircraft, where uh, the paint um, represented Idol Master anime girls. And uh, you could actually attach it to your or apply the skins to your ship. So that immediately, you know, made me remember. Okay, that that's quite the contrast having a starkin on something that kind of you know represents the quote unquote pirate life. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, the dragonfly, yeah. especially the yellow jacket, will always have a, a special part, in, a special place in my heart because mm. in 2018 in Austin Citizen Con, they had their a, a, a three-quarter size model of of the of the dragonfly that we could get on and pose with pictures on, and I and I got one, I got on one with Miss Hart in in the back, and we posed a picture, and I, and it was made by GR Fabrication. I don't know what effort it took to make all that and put it together and bring it over here, but it, it must have been a Herculean task. And as far as I know, one of the officers still has it, but I'm not sure which which office has it and and it put together or probably in store in some way. But um, do you guys remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember those. So, did you get did you get your picture taken on one, Paul? Ah, uh, no, I didn't. But I did. I did yeah. enjoy. Uh, the you know, Darge was the one who was taking those pictures too. I remember that. So. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remind me. Go ahead. Um, was the yellow jacket the first reveal or in-game reveal we saw of the dragonfly? Um, when mm -hmm. when they had that. Um... One of them, yeah, I, I think okay. the dragonfly is like the first the freelancer. I think uh, vehicle, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's the, the first ground vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Ground ah, vehicle. Right, was, yeah. Right. Uh, the 2015 or 2016 Citizen Con, the, the, when he pops on to the uh, to the, the, the dragonfly, it's the yellow yellow jacket. Right. Yeah, and it was in the container, the, and yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that ship had some history. Vehicle has yeah. some history. All right. So up next we have Rolf the Mule as our as everyone's most current favorite LTI token. Uh, Kawadi, what do you think about the Mule? Uh, I I really like the Mule. I'm very curious. You know, I've tried it in game. Um, you know, you could actually when you buy, um, if you if it's close to an outpost, you can actually order one UEC and it actually fits in the back. And um, you could actually put, you know, um, the boxes on the side, even though the cargo grits isn't actually functioning right um, right now until the cargo system refactor comes online. It's I can definitely see it having some some purpose um, out in the verse. Not 
maybe not necessarily as much as I think it would, um, you know, in 3.18. Um, like a quick scenario is, let's say there's a no-fly zone, right? And you have to go a large distance. You have a couple of mules, a couple of friends, go large distance because you, you fly, your ship can't fly um, in that no-fly zone. Grab your um, your cargo, come back. So I can definitely see it having some some good purpose, especially in a convoy. Um, but yeah, I'm very very much looking forward to seeing it um, fully being realized um, with regards to the cargo in 3.18. Um, so yeah, I, I I hope and I anticipate that it even in game it wouldn't be you know very expensive like like Paul had mentioned. Yeah, how about you, Paul? What do you think about the mule? I think it's 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 one of those things and one of those ways that CIG is pushing the game towards its final in, uh, envision. It's 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 obvious that in like 2016, the development team sat down and tried to figure out what do we want to see this game become, and the mule is one of those uh, kind of landmarks in there. And I, I, I'm probably over exaggerating it, but it is. I'd say it's a landmark because it is uh, a vehicle. It's just totally designed to move cargo. And the thing to remember about this is that in the future, everything is going to have some sort of resource cost. Your suits are going to have to have oxygen and power, your uh, and like and maneuvering fuel. Your even your um, your tractor beams are going to have battery power that are going to have to go out, and you have to recharge them. So the mule is one of those vehicles where it's like it's small, it can fit into most you know medium uh, cargo vessels. So if you wanted to unload something. And you don't want to have to carry a backpack full of batteries with your with your tractor beam and you need to go any kind of distance beyond like say a kilometer then the mule is perfect for that that role you load the mule up you put it onto your ship and then you you fly over to where it belongs you hop in your mule you fly over to the location you drop it off and you're good to go or you have it at your base where you can just easily unload larger crates pretty fast you not have to worry about uh, the, the the high infrastructure of having to like recharge batteries every ten minutes. So, yeah, yeah it's so good. What, one thing I like about me it's very maneuverable. It's um it's turned on a dime, as people say, and mm -hmm. very tight turn radius. Um, I'm looking forward to in the future. I'm hoping they do this, but I'm looking forward to mule races. Like mm -hmm. you know, take uh, what is that? That the race, the big race called in in January. Damn my rally. Yeah, I'm looking for like a, a mule category. People can just race their mule uh, for 26, 26 kilometers uh, across the um Damar. So I don't know. I may even participate in that. It, 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 that really comes true. How about you guys? Yeah, uh, instead of capture the flag in some games, you'll have capture the cargo because with cargo system refactor, you're oh, gonna have no. these mules <laughs> just, yeah, just going to the, to the to the cargo. Okay, capture the cargo. Okay, we just zipped it in. You have to go to this um, checkpoint without anyone taking our cargo. So, I'm looking forward to that too. Uh, uh, what I'm really looking forward to is the eventual uh, the eventual conversion of the mule to be a military version. The, the cup, the the mule steel, where you just put a giant <laughs> size three cannon on the back, rip out the back area, and just have it have one position for a size three cannon or a missile <laughs> pod. 
as soon as Paul said military, I was thinking I was thinking mule steel, but I was going wait 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 to see it. Mule steel, mule steel, baby. And it has half the armor is super slow, but but it's got a big cannon on it, and it can kill an Ursa in one shot. And instead of being forty forty five dollars, it'll be a hundred dollars, right? One hundred and fifty, one hundred and fifty five bucks. You're gonna kill me. That's U.S. dollars, by the way. U.S. dollars. <laughs> Mule still, I love it. All right, so up next we have the Buccaneer. So I'll, I'll I'll take this one. Oh oh shoot. Um, well let me read what it said about the mule first. So they call the mule stubborn, but we can say that they just don't know when to quit. The great mule is your go-to workhorse for all sorts of loading and hauling job. It sticks to a beast of burden that's always determined to execute the mission at hand. Whether you need a transport ship to cover. Set with cargo over the roughest terrain possible or loaded onto larger vessels and cargo deck. The mule work, plain and simple. All right, so the Buccaneer. Uh, Paul, you want to take, take that one for me, please? Sure. <clears throat> the Buccaneer has been designed from the ground up to fly and fight the way you live. No leather interiors or hyper pillows here. The buck is a scraper, I'm uh, sorry, a scrapper uh, designed to maneuver and fight above its weight class. This rough and tumble frontier fighter can be maintained in the worst of conditions in order to keep it real working space crews alive. In order to keep okay. real working space crews alive, there you go. Okay, so that's where the above its weight class comes in. Cause mm -hmm. I thought it came from that episode, but no, the, the Buccaneer's always been- Punches, uh, punches above its weight class. Yeah. Above its weight class. So uh, Paul, what do you think of the, about the Buccaneer? Do you have, you already said you don't not have one, but what do you think of it? I used to have one. I used to own one. Um, and I used to love it because it was, it's, it's the, one of the epitomes of Drake's design, which is, um, we don't need safety when you've got more guns and speed than anyone can legally be able to attach to their ship in any other way. Um, it's, it's a flying gun platform that has speed. It's not as maneuverable as other light fighters, but it's, 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 if you like DACA, and you like to go fast in a straight line. It's a fantastic ship. And I think the the like the, this goes with all Drake ships. I think the real key for it is when it needs to be fixed in the future. You won't require very fancy uh, alloys. It'll be pretty basic to fix. You know, in terms of the materials needed to fix it, pretty common, and it'll probably be very cheap to fix. So uh -huh. the like at the end, this is this is kind of like a you want to live on the frontier, but you don't want to have a gladius. This work so. All right, cool. Thank you, Kawadi. What are your thoughts about the Buccaneer? Yeah, I just want to you know build on what Paul said about that thing about you know it being you know cheap to fix because you know one of the things that one of the things that I guess you know eventually we'll admire about you know the Drake ships, especially the Buccaneer as a light fighter is the ability to access parts when it comes to repairing and even reclaiming our ships. Let's say you know um, that's theory craft real bit real quick but i think you know this is something that's also going to be tied in the game we know that you know materials and resources are going to be dependent location wise based on where quanta goes um you know within the quantum system and if you lose your ship and you're somewhere where you know resources are are limited then who knows maybe that you know that that buccaneer um may be easier to reclaim because those resources are, are um you know are recyclable they're easy to come by um so the reclaim time may be shorter compared to your gladius or even your origin ship you know so that's one of the things that i've always admired about drake and by extension the buccaneer 
um, that utilitarian kind of, you know, down to earth, you know, straight to the point kind of um, design. Uh, and I definitely remember when I first got it, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't have it um, even in game, but, you know, this is something that I think that I really want to get back to, um, even to purchase it in game to see how it's, you know, how it's faring compared to, say, you know, the HRT bounty missions and those things that I find myself using the talent for these days. So this is a light fighter. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I, I'm not really familiar with, with the Buccaneer. It's a light fighter. Yeah. I yes. Think, yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a light fighter interceptor. Right. Light fighter interceptor. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's in the same range or same weight range as the Gladius and L. Yeah, I don't really see people talking about the Buccaneer that, that much. And um, when, when, when it comes to light fighting, so uh, for me, I think the Buccaneer is false advertising because it has no ears and it costs way more than a buck. Buck. <laughs> oh my god! You knew uh, it was coming, folks. You knew it yep. was coming. Now it's Paul. Yep. Now it's Paul's turn with the puns. I can always yes. see it. It's gonna happen. All right, so up next we have the Herald. Uh, Kawadi, you want to take the Herald, please? <clears throat> yeah, sure thing. So the Drake Herald is a small armored ship designed to safely get information from point A to point B. Featuring a powerful central engine for high-speed transit and generating the power needed for effective data encryption or containment, advanced encryption software, and an armored computer core, the Herald is unique among personal spacecraft in that it is designed to be easily cleaned when in danger of capture. Mm. Thanks, Thanks for, the for the follow. Yeah, uh, so Kawadi, what do you think about the Herald? It's a fast ship. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, you know, I it's been a while since I've also flown the Herald, but, um, you know, that's obviously because, you know, there are some missing uh, key elements that we're still, you know, anticipating to come into the game. But based on, you know, the ship's description, based on what we've heard, um, I can definitely see its use as feasibility in the game when we get things like, you know, the importance of data acquisition and those things. Um, and because I know that even, you know, here on Soul Citizens, we've talked a lot about intelligence and data and the importance of that throughout the verse. So I think, you know, especially when I comes online um it's gonna you know really really shine um you know even though it's 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 currently sleeping that's what i gotta say about it okay cool and paul what do you think about the herald Zoom. she fast she very fast um what, but I, what is the SEM or a speed on that thing if you know offhand if anyone knows i want to say it's around 1200 1200. Okay. Yeah, right. it's the fastest ship in the game. It, like straight line, no one's going to catch you. Um, it's just an engine with with a cockpit on it. I think it's still waiting for its gameplay. This effectively what it is. Uh -huh. It's a drag racer that's waiting for for its other things to do to do with it. Um, yeah, it's it's a great ship. Uh, I don't know why it's called a Herald though. It's not named Herald. No, it's called a Cutlass Herald, right? Yeah, it's Cutlass Herald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's called a Herald either. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have anything to say about this work. Like, I, I know it's a, a data one, but instead of the Herald, I have the um the MSR for for, for that one. So that that fits my my need. For one, it has a you know facilities. Uh, does this have a facility or is it Drake ship? So I'm I'm guessing not. But does it have facilities in it, or is it just a, just like you said, an engine with, with a cockpit on it? 
Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't have an ejection seat. No, it's 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 a it's got a secondary seat inside of it. Mm. That's for for the data running. But that's yeah. about it. <laughs> I, I'm getting a little a little birdie in my in my ear saying I should learn how to pronounce the hell. That's the way I, I learned how to pronounce it. And um, people in chat, uh, thank you for that. They're saying Tangopa says it's 1361, and Captain Jones says 1361, so it's pretty fast. So yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and Tangopa says it is an injection seat. <laughs> it is an injection seat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so up next we have, oh, uh, up next we have the Cutlass series. Uh, I guess it, I guess this is on me. So the Cutlass Black, Rick and the claims to Cutlass Black is a low-cost, easy-to-maintain solution for a local and system militia unit. The larger-than-average cargo hold, all OI, return on investment? No, that's not it. The real seat and a dedicated tractor mount are customary company literature and shit for facility search and rest graphics. I want to start over and do that when they over again. Drink and Planetary claims the cutlet back is a low cost, easy to maintain solution for local energy system ministry unit. The larger than average cargo hold, RIO, seat, and dedicated tractor mount are the company literature and search for facilitating search and rescue operations. There you go. So oh, yeah, yeah uh, I uh, like I said, um, Drake, the Cutlass uh, Black was one of the first uh, shifts in the, in the game. It, it, it was on the original Kickstarter. It had a, a package. Um, you said the Loot and Scoot. That, that's what it was. Yeah, Loot and Scoot. Yeah. So it's it's it, way back in 2012. So this is one of the granddaddy granddaddy of, of them all. No, I was never really a fan of the original Cutlass because I didn't really like the look. But I do like the look of of, of the uh, uh, of the new um, the rework version. So how about you, Paul? I like the new one. It's all right. I have to say this: the Drake Cutlass Black is my favorite ship in Star Citizen, hands okay. down, forever and ever. Amen. It is the uh, it is the most useful ship for anyone to have. No matter who you are, no matter what you want to do, the Drake Cutlass Black will do it for you. It's not going to do it well, and it's going to try to kill you while you're doing it. But um, the, the, the Cutlass Black is where I get the term, there are two types of Drake pilots, the good ones and the dead ones. That's it. Okay, you're either good man. or dead. You know? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and I know, I know which one I am. <laughs> Rio stands for radar intercept officer. It's, it's supposed to be an old term for the secondary person who operated the, the oh, radar. Oh, thank you. Systems. I was like, what is yeah. Rio? <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, yeah, they use the the they use uh, the but before the, when they couldn't integrate like all of the systems into one. They had a, a back officer. Who I think was also like a gun officer. Like they they often like uh, locked and fired the missiles using the radar systems. So. Uh, Something like that, but yeah, right now, the F-14s right had a now, for them too. So, What's thank up? you. And right now, we're showing to cut this black video. You, you remember this from twenty nine forty five? What are your thoughts? Bring my memories. Oh gosh, the the music is so perfect. Uh, <laughs> I love I love every, whenever you can get. Um, uh, oh gosh, Pedro, when Pedro you can get Pedro to. Camacho to, to, to do music that isn't just a straight orchestral. It always shines because it's like, oh, yeah, Pedro Camacho wrote this music. You know, it's it's great. So. 
Yeah, Roller Cup said this is Sandy's first gig. I don't want to say it's first her first gig, but it's her first gig in uh in Star Citizen, I believe. Not including Spartan Forty Two. And Spartan Spartan um uh thank you for the uh follow, appreciate it. What do you think about the Cutlass Black and this commercial? Yeah. Um those thrusters, man, those those caught me. And when I tried them in Arena Commander, it hurt me, man. But I'm <laughs> I'm very glad for the for the rework. Um I, I, I kinda wish, you know, that in some cases the 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 um the engines don't did properly function. Who knows? Maybe if they tried it now, uh it, it may have, but I'm definitely satisfied with the cutlass. In fact, when after the wipe, um after the, the wipe that we got last year, the first um uh, you know, ship that I um that I bought that wasn't a single seat fighter. I think it was the second ship that I bought was the Drake Colors Black, um, okay. because I just wanted to, like Paul said, it's just so useful. You can do pretty much everything in it, um, except use the bed because beds can be very unreliable. So don't use the bed. Um, but it was really nice, especially when it has its own locker. You know, it has two lockers that has the whole external inventory. So I had fun, you know, using that too. So it has pretty much everything that you would need. Um, you just got to uh, make sure that, you know, you, your insurance is up to date because you're most likely going to die like two seconds in after doing a mission in it but i really really enjoy using that ship um and i think after the next wipe whenever that comes the drake is definitely going to be the next or the first ship that i'm going to buy um in in game because currently i have the coal fire um, paint because i love that paint on the colors black i just absolutely love it and it just matches so well i have the drake um you know um the dragonfly as well and it just it just fits there it, it it's such a it's such an it's such an amazing ship it's not my favorite but it's such an amazing ship. I love it. Now, one thing about the uh, about the commercial, people may, may not remember, is that it, it had a little bit of deviation from how I cut it uh, really operates. It had those <laughs> rotating um, thrusters. So yep. people, uh, the, uh, how big of a deal do you think that was for people that it, it wasn't like that when it really came to flying? In well, it sold me, so. <laughs> well, this <laughs> <What I do? laughs> The thing is, people forget that it was actually that way. Yeah. When it first came out, it was. When it first came out. Yeah, when it first came it out, it actually it. had those engines because it it whenever you turned it, would, the engines would flop around back and mm. forth like they were like like uh, like they were trying to swim like like you you could propel yourself just by the movement of the engines or whether they're on or not. Because literally, there was it was your ship. If you turned left, right, you think, oh yeah, like this. It shows it kind of you like you you turn left or right. But if you did a hard turn. Like you would go foof, 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 foof. So you'd just be like, uh, your, your ship would be like rotating back and forth and your engines would be flipping like crazy. And that's the reason why, <laughs> the reason why they got rid of, uh, the reason why they, they got rid of it um, is the reason why we don't have that on the Freelancer. Because the Freelancer originally uh -huh. had that as well, where it would flip yeah. to land. Um, so they got rid of it so that they could, uh, so, so it wouldn't be as uh, like distracting. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's um, a chance they'll come back? Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a chance they'll probably maneuver it a little bit, but like or change it a little bit, but uh, you know, in a rework, just like the freelancers tilting tilting engines at some point. It still does have the tilting engines, just it's just you know only for the hover mode. So, um, all right. So after yeah. we have the uh, the red. Uh, Paul, you want to take take the red for me? It's an ambulance. 
No, I mean the um the, the description. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, is there a doctor in the house? The Cutlass Red converts the standard cargo hold of the well uh, with a to hold a well-equipped medical facility, including two medical beds. This starbound ambulance features the NAV-E7 long-range scanner and Secure Plus docking collar, making it ideal for search and rescue. This model contains emergency light bars and a red emergency-themed paint job for easy identification. So yeah, that's the red. It's, a, it's an ambulance. It's great. It's, uh, it, it used to be much better because it could respawn, but... Um, I think now that gameplay, medical gameplay is in, it'll start to really shine more as, as like we start to see NPC medical missions and those sorts of things. Um, and the fact that it can pair well with things like the Endeavor uh, means uh, a lot. So, um, if we ever get to Endeavor, yeah, I'm bitter about that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Colorado, you have any thoughts about the cut list where? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can definitely echo the sentiments there, you know, where because, uh, you know, the the whole um, the bed is no longer a respawn bed, you know, there, there was some kickback. But I think, you know, eventually, as we as we continue, um, you know, the the usability of the bed, um, you know, whatever state it may be in right now, um, is going to shine, especially as we get persistence in those things and get more activity within a certain area, right? Because, Right now, um, we have, like, let's say, one bunker, and then you have to fly to another place um, completely um, away to do another mission. And, you know, so, but what I'm envisioning, you know, the usability and effectiveness of the Cutlass Red to be, um, especially when it comes to persistence and more activity within a certain area, is when you have a lot more injured persons, you know, lying around, you're going to need ships, um, ships like these to just zip in and zip out very quickly, um, you know, you know, in between, you know, whatever gunfire, et cetera. And it's, it's small enough, you know, it's not, you know, very large. Uh, so you can have a bunch of these, you know, uh, attending to many different persons within a small confined area space. Um, and it's going to be pretty useful, um, you know, the more things like these come online, especially since we have with a medical gameplay, uh, they kind of prolonged the, um, the, the time it, it takes to bleed out. So you have more time to actually you know, go to this ship or go to ships like these to, you know, to be healed. You don't have to, you know, bleed out quickly and then have to rely on a ship bed to respond. So I can definitely see small and compact utilitarian, you know, rugged ships like these having um, a healing bed to be able to attend to um, players and NPCs that need that in the battlefield or even in scenarios that just, we, you know, we just need to be healed. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, I don't, I forgot to remind people, uh, in Twitch chat, we are taking questions. So just click the uh, clip down below and, and submit a question using that. We'll take them at the end of the show. So go ahead and submit your questions if you have any. As far as Mike, if that's about to read, it's, it's red, so it has to be the fastest cut of them all, right? <laughs> Actually not, sadly. Oh, sadly, right. sadly, yeah. it does not work on orc logic. Otherwise, it would be, it would be the fastest one. Damn it. Um, the blue is faster, only slightly. Blue is faster. Okay. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the blue, uh, Kawadi, can can you give us the description of the blue, please? Sure thing. So the Cutlass Blue, sleek, mean, and royal. The Cutlass Blue adds missiles, a more aggressive engine, and Durasteel holding cells in the cargo bay to the standard model. The Cutlass Blue is the outworld militia standard ship of choice for patrols. Hmm. 
Yeah, whenever I see the blue eye, I, 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 it, it, it reminds me of, the, of those silence and everything like that. I have, I have to come to a complete stop and put my hands <laughs> at 10 and 12 or 10 and 2 and make sure I, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Yeah, Kawadi, what are your thoughts about the blue? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, it, It'll be nice to, you know, to see. Does the blue have sirens? Mm-hmm. In some way, okay, okay, because you know, um, I, I was actually wondering, you know, since we haven't really been been stopped. Well, I think I remember you, you um, before they used to have um, the UEE or security used to use um, colors blues, but I think that they don't really right now. They just you know rely on um, the Avengers and, and and those things. But it was nice seeing them, and I you know it, it'll be nice, especially in Pyro, for example, um, some some factions just using the colors blue, uh, which will be kind of strange. You you know, you'd think that criminal factions will just rely on the cutlass black, but who knows? You know, there won't be such a thing as good and bad anymore. Uh, so you'll mm. be stopped by a cutlass blue fa- um, uh, from some of the faction in Pyro. You're seeing these, these sirens just asking you to stop um, because we don't allow, um, you know, uh, UEE scum around here. So you better hand over your ship. And the Cutlass <laughs> Blue is taking your ship away from you. That's going to be quite strange. Yeah, Kawadi, if, if you watch the commercial, it's coming up, I think, but you, 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 you'll you see the sirens. I mean, that didn't have the mm. noise, obviously, but it, it had the, mm. um, the, the red and blue light. Right. So, Paul, what do you think about the blue? Uh, the blue is really going to shine when we have more uh, Bounty Hunter gameplay, like Bounty Hunter V2. The blue is going to be very, very good. Uh, it's got more range than any other ship that has holding cells. It has a little bit of cargo space. It has space for at least two people to live in long distances. It's it's a fantastic ship. It's uh, uh, it's faster. It's more maneuverable it, it, than the typical Cutlass. Um, it's just a better Cutlass is what it is. It lacks the cargo capacity. Uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be very cool. It's 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 a thematic ship. The only the only downside it has is that the sirens don't make noise. If if they, if we had some sort of classic noise, e- even in space, I don't care if it's realistic or not. We, I was going to say, how does that work in space, Paul? I mean, we <laughs> hear lasers in space, so space, yeah, <laughs> we hear th- those gun, those things. Why can't I hear in what I'm thinking? Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, here, but how about this? You make the noise yourself. <laughs> Overcomes. <laughs> Overcomes is the plan. Uh, so I think we have the Drake Steel. Now take this one. Drake knows it, that it, it, it is a dog-eat-dog verse out there. Away from the so-called protection of the UEE, the law of the jungle prevailed. Whoever has the gun and the personnel to make the rule. Drake had your back in both these departments with the cutlass steel. Uh, yeah, the cutlass steel, the infamous cutlass steel, I, I, I like to say. I don't have much to say about this. When, when it came out, I was expecting, I was really surprised at, at, at the price. That's about all I can say. How about you, um, Paul? The cutlass steel is the most Drake of all Drake ships. <laughs> it is the perfect example Ow. of Drake. <laughs> it is, it is cheap. It's a cheap knockoff of better ships. And that's why it's so good. And it's so bad at the same time. Uh, <laughs> it's price is bonkers. It's price of these real world price. Like you pay way too much for it, for it, for a worse cutlass, for the worst cutlass. It's slower. I, 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 it's I less armored. Up. I should have had to pay up. What, 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 what the price or what is the price? Do you remember? It was $250, I think, or something like that, or $230. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's, uh, I was expecting it to be a little expensive, but I wasn't expecting it to be like a three time or twice the the, the price of a Cutlass Black. Yeah, $235. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
fun fact, you can buy a Cutlass Steel in-game, and it's cheaper than the Cutlass Black. Oh, really? Yes. It is It is about okay. uh, mid, about 100 to uh, 80,000 uh, UEC cheaper than the Cutlass Black. Wow, so, okay. Yeah. How about you, Karate? What are your thoughts about the Steel? Uh, yeah, it, I, you know, I really appreciate um, Drake having that whole um, drop ship kind of thing with the multiple seats and, and such. Um, on the commercial, it looked really good. I still haven't, you know, really, um, I, I'm sure there will be uses, a lot of uses for it right now. But, you know, since no one's really been using it, I can't, I haven't really been seeing or being able to envision properly um, its place in the verse just yet. Um, even though based on it being a dropship and, you know, having all those turrets and, and such, we can definitely see its place, but in terms of its viability compared to what we have now, um, it's a bit questionable. But I, I, you know, I'm really looking forward, forward to it, you know, having much more of a presence, especially, especially when um, <clears throat> we get those, you know, NPCs landing on planets eventually and having all those NPCs just flood out of a, a cutlass steel that is definitely going to be one of the ships where i'm sure we're going to be uh, seeing those npcs come out of uh so seeing that kind of sight um happen for missions and those things for ground reinforcements is something that i'm definitely looking forward to so yeah so this is kind of like the great version of the of the clown car is what you're saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, when when when, it, when they first announced it or like had hints of it, I would expect it to be like ten to fifteen dollars above the um Cutlass Blue. So mm -hmm. it really uh, surprised me. I'm not even going to try to say that, but thanks for the follow. <laughs> thanks for the follow. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, so yeah, that's it for the Cutlass line. Uh, I, I, had to... I will I will say one more thing. I okay. forgot. It's also the Drake bus. Because in the future, if you're going to transport NPCs, that's a lot of seats. Thanks for the follow. So, minus all the guns, you know, if you, if you you don't have no use for the guns if you're just transporting people, that's a lot of people to transport. That's, oh, yeah. It's like, it's like 20 people, 18 to 20 people you can put in there. It's like, it's a, right now, a server, but in the future, like 18 to 20 NPCs taking point A to point B. Uh, pretty cheap. And probably more to pack them in like sardines, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, th uh, thank you for the follow, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you for the subscription that I'm I'm, I'm missing it for you. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to say the commercial does look great. Uh, the commercial mm -hmm. was really impressive. Uh, yeah. It's just it's a CID made commercial, but I'm a fan made it in, in some aspect. But yeah, it was, it was a great commercial. All right, so up next we have the Drake Bolsa, I believe. Paul, oh, you're up for for this one. Can you All give, right. give us the description? Answer to no one. Cut out the middleman and throw caution to the wind. Rip Rex like a pro and carve out your own place in the great empty behind the stick of this rough and rugged salvage machine from Drake Interplanetary. Are you trying, to, are you uh, trying to for voice acting role, Paul? Yeah, I was wondering, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta read, I gotta read it like a, like a, like an ad read, right? You know. All right. Um, all right. That's our CIG call me for the next for the for the Vulture commercial. I got you. I got you. <laughs> when you're out in the black and you need to be reliable, self reliant, <laughs> you need to, to to turn for self reliance. Look no for further than the Vulture. Pick your enemies apart oh. and sell and sell from profits. Drake. And it can be yours for 59, 50, triple nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all about the vulture. 
It's uh, it's it's going to be the people's favorite ship uh, for if you're a salvager. It's the the uh, equivalent to the prospector. You know, it's the it's the the salvage equivalent to the prospector. Everyone who wants to do salvage is going to have one. You'll see them everywhere. Um, the interior is really nice. Uh, we were, we got to see it at at Drake uh, at Drake Defense Con. Now we're on the floor, and it's it's a very nice ship. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot of the of the prospector and the mole in terms of its interior, which is surprising. Um, it, it reminded me even even a little bit of like the the raft, uh, sharing some of the similar kind of design styles to it. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Pop, you, you threw me off with the question. Thank you. How <laughs> do you think about the drug launcher? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, uh, a lot of prisons are looking forward to in the first version, tier zero of salvaging, the hull stripping. And it's also introducing, you know, um, a hidden, but I think very important mechanic also, which is, it's kind of mimicking, uh, it, it has like a crafting feature. So, you know, once you salvage whatever it is that you salvage, you can actually use some of those resources uh, to you know, to use for repairing and those things, if if I can recall correctly. So that whole conversion from one resource to something that you can use, I think that will be the first time uh, in the game we can actually use a resource that we get um, using yeah. a ship that we wouldn't need to sell. It, it could use it for some other use. So you know, that's that's really exciting. That's uh, that's our first version of, I guess, crafting. So it's, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to. It. I'm really looking forward to it. If I get the Drake Vulture, I'll probably get it in-game. I don't think I'm going to spend um, cash or anti credit on this, but I, I, I was a huge salvage in the EVE Online, so I probably mm -hmm. will get into the salvage game in in, 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 the, in the PU, but I'll just wait until the game goes live and try to get one. So, yeah, this probably be my go-to ship for salvage, because the, let's face it, the um, Reclaimer is just way too big and too much ship for... Uh, uh, people from most of us to handle, especially solo. So, yeah, I'm looking. I'm gonna be using that in, in um in the PU. All right. Up next, we have the Corsair. Uh, Kawadi, you want to take this one, please? <clears throat> sure thing. So the Corsair, heed the call of uncharted space and harness the spirit of exploration with the Drake Corsair. A worthy companion, supporting you in battle, discovery, and delivery. Wherever the winds of adventure may steer you. Sounds all very prophetic. Drake Corsair, people. Right. So what are your thoughts about the Corsair? It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm looking to see where it stands with its equivalent. I think um, the uh, prisons have been uh, kind of um, equating this to uh, the, the RSI Connie, is it? Um, so I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm really taken by the design because I really like the whole non-uniform design when it comes to ships. So I really, really like it. I, haven't, I don't have it in my account, but I'm definitely looking forward to testing it and seeing you know, how far I can push it in terms of performance and what I can really do with it. Um, so yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a really great ship. Okay. Paul. Drake, you explore in this ship. Explore. By explore, you mean, I mean the, you explore the inside of other people's ships. Uh, yeah. it's, <laughs> it, it's it, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put this on online. It is. It is the uh, the Connie killer. 
is what it is. It's the kind of killer. <laughs> you hit here, folks. Claw, really? I, gonna I'm gonna do it. Here. I'm I'm gonna do it. It's it, it's <laughs> it's Drake. So it's got this kind of very. The aesthetic is very nice. It's it's got better runes than the Connie. It's got a better interior than the Connie because the Connie's old. Uh, and it also has this uh, like really good. It's not nearly as gunned as the Connie. Uh, it does have some pretty serious gun firepower, but it's pretty easy to kind of disarm it. Uh, but it also has just about everything else that the Connie has, but in a better package. Uh, so I think more people would like to, who are looking for that size of a ship, are going to gravitate towards this because I also think it's going to be a lot cheaper than the Connie when it goes, especially in games. So yeah, yeah, it's it's right a great away. ship, especially especially when we get to Pyro. It's gonna it's gonna shine. Yeah. In Pyro. By the way, the views and opinions of Paul Shelley are not reviewed <laughs> our fellow citizen. If you have any complaints, send your, send your email to paulshelley at gmail. I don't even know what that's real or not. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to just, just I'll, I'll state it again in a video. So that way, that way uh, you can go, come watch the video and complain in the chat in the, in the comment section about how I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most interesting point for me about the quest is that it has an interesting price point at two twenty. I've used it for several jumping off um, points for CC, like the CCU from Corsair to a different ship. So it's in that sweet spot for 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 for, for, for the price of a, of a ship. Unfortunately, I would have to wait until the Corsair come come back into. Um, Come back on sale before I can um, use, use it to because I have to go from different step to the course here. But I will use the course here as, as a CQ. So I, I, that, that's my thoughts about the course here. But uh, yeah, it seems cool. Um, I probably. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get inside one next time or when it's out to, so I can um, explore it a little bit. But yeah, I don't have much to say about the course here other than that. All right, so up next we have the Caterpillar. Okay, I'm going to so try to get my movie voice on. In a world <laughs> first introduced in 2871, Drake and the planetary Caterpillar had long proven to be reliable, cost-effective, multi-role vessel, capable of being outfitted for everything from mercantile operation to combat support. Long held as a hard-fought alternative to the ubiquitous holster, the Caterpillar is a freighter that doesn't skimp on weaponry or customization. Big explosion behind me. <laughs> In a world. Yes, exactly. So yeah, uh, Caterpillar, like I say, it's one of the granddaddies of um, our citizen. Along with the Cutlass Black, it was um out there uh, the, the little Kickstarter. Um, I was never really interested in it because I thought that the cargo to cost ratio wasn't um optimal for me, so I, I never got into it. That's why I, I, I got a freelancer instead. But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a little ship. Uh, what do you think, Kamari? Yeah, um, you know, the first time I saw the 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 Caterpillar, I think it was in um. It was in a ship shape, um, at least, you know, from the developer side, when they were talking about, when Jared was talking about it with, uh, I can't remember the developer's name. And one thing that stood out for me, and I, I, I'm really looking forward to actually to it being in game, was the tractor beam. Uh, and oh. they showed off how the tractor beam is going to work in those things. Of course, that was their early concept, so who knows how it's going to work right. now. Um, but, you know, that's one thing I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, um, Thanks you know, for the follow. Caterpillar. 
And yeah, um, in-game, uh, I've seen a lot of people making use of it. Uh, the only thing that kind of, sort of um, irks me a little bit is just the response of the doors. But, you know, even um, on a live server, sometimes it can be a little slow. Um, so maybe that's something that you can work on. But in terms of the performance and those things for the ship that size, I think it's good. Um, I can't remember the in-game costs for it now. Uh, but I think based on what we have right now, I think the cost, the in-game cost is good. Um, if someone can actually remind us of that. But yeah, I, I, oh, to, I, I've enjoyed using it before. Urkel real quick. Uh, right, Urkel. yes. Uh, in the universe, it's 4,686,600 oh, okay. AUC. Ah, uh, okay, so nice. Yeah, uh, for reference, let me look up the C2 because the C2 is, is the other major uh, competitor. Um, it cost four million uh, nine hundred thousand, uh, and has, it's uh, no, it's more expensive. The the, the caterpillar is cheaper. Yeah, yes, I'm caterpillar yeah, is cheaper, I'm but it but it only it only has uh, and the C two only carries about a hundred SEU more, uh, okay, hundred SEU more. So I should probably say this for a quick grenade, but I'll just put this out there now. Do you think there's a an anti tax when it comes to Drake ship? That's why it's cheaper than the, the other ships, like the anti tax. Oh. Yeah, of course. It's going to be cheaper. All Drake ships are going to be cheaper, which is why everyone <laughs> yeah. was con concerned about the steel. You know? But, yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, what do you, I'm going to say, what do you think about the Caterpillar, Paul? Oh, okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I, there's a special part, 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 part in my heart. Ow, that's, um... Hey, thanks for the subscription. Am I robot <laughs> Yeah, robot -y. She doesn't okay, ignore her. Take your talking dog. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm body or not. I just want to make sure. Um, there's a special place in my heart for Caterpillar uh, because I do want at some point to be uh, to open up a bar in the Caterpillar. So um, the, the, the Astropub will be in a Caterpillar. It's the original idea. Um, but I really like it because it's a couple things. One, it's, it's a cargo vessel. But two, it's a cargo vessel that has flexibility. When we get customization uh, and be able to like swap out those modules for other things, the Caterpillar becomes an explorer, a combat ship, uh, a, 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 you know, a, a troop carrier, uh, whatever you need it to be, depending on the on the modules. So it's it's flexible. It's uh, it's a really good cargo ship if you want a cargo ship and it's cheap. Uh, it's it's one of those really good. It's a little bit wonky and especially you know, can be a little wonky, but it also has, for a lot of people don't know, a command module can detach entirely and become a completely different ship. Not only does it have a quantum drive on that, but a jump drive on it as well. So yes. the, the it's it's very, very cool little ship. It's a it's a it's like a mini Kraken in the sense that it can become a floating space station whenever you need it. So can the can the other the other piece of it uh, quantum without the um the module on it? Or it's yeah, yeah. it has module. It has it has quantum capabilities, but it doesn't have the control capabilities. So I don't know. Oh, like you can't you can't fly it without it. But um, it does okay. have its own jump drive and that kind of stuff. So you could you could in theory detach the command module, have another command module come up and dock, and then take off with that again if you needed to, to kind of turn into like a, a relay ship if you needed to. So thanks for the follow. Yeah, you you, you stole one of the um, topics I was going to bring about, uh, particularly about oh. the modularity. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Because um, modularity, thank you for the follow. Modularity was um, one of the early... Thanks for the goals. follow. 
all um, CIGs. So I think they had they built this with that in mind. I'm imagining them someone making a extremely long record. I take it for the sub to Black Sky Legion, an extremely long catapult, like say Idris size length when it comes to the hauling. Do you think that? Do you think that that'll be a thing? No. No. I think I think it's going to always be the same length of the eight modules. I don't think you can even be smaller. I think you have to have those modules on it to be able for it to fly. Uh, mm. they, uh, yeah. It'd be cool if you could like reduce it so it's just like one module so it could be a very much smaller ship if you needed to, but no. Nah, I'm talking about making it really long. Make, like, 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 like it was I know. Length. Yeah. I know what you're talking but about. You don't like, think so? I, I, It'd be cool if you could make it smaller because theoretical work, but I think you make it interest size, it wouldn't be able to fly because it doesn't have the thrusters probably. So, <laughs> yeah. We break for no one. That's what I'm expecting in, in, in the back. Yes. yes. Uh, so Paul, you want to take the, the pirate version, the, the description for me? Sure. In a world. Okay. Uh, Drake maintains that the Caterpillar, a sprawling module, modular spacecraft, which appears at least somewhat like its namesake, for a is a for legitimate commerce and extended search and rescue missions, but this special livery seems to suggest otherwise. Yeah, it's like um, it's like they talk about in, in the video that we, we were watching earlier. Um, in order to get this get access to this module, uh, this uh, variant, you have to beat a pirate swarm and um, all the waves. I think it was up to wave eighteen. So once you beat that, you get access to this and you can place it. So yeah, the ability to purchase it. Thank you. So yeah, I do you have any thoughts about the pirate version of the um the caterpillar? I've got a question for both of you actually. Um, so given that uh you know CIG has become more mature when it comes to or developed or established, I guess when it comes to releasing paints for ships. You know, back then, um, some of the variants that we got, um, they were more so you know paints and those things, and they kind of you know referred to that as a variant, like the Gladius um, and uh, the Valiant, of course, and the, and the Pirate ca Caterpillar. Um, do you think sometime in the future that based on CIG's establishment of what a variant could be versus what a applied paint can be, do you think that there is a chance CIG may revise the Caterpillar Pirate version to have some kind of internal difference than the standard version? I think so. I could see it for sure ending up with modules being swapped. So it, mm. instead of it, instead of it being just a cargo ship, it also has mo it has different modules, like a like a breaching module, you know, or a uh, uh, a, like a chop shop module, or some 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 modules in there which would pirates would find useful. Uh, it's kind of like an aftermarket uh, being aftermarket kit uh, with with the skin for sure. Uh, but I think right. that really depends on what the modules are look like and what they have, because we actually don't even know any of the official ideas. All of the idea, uh, all of the, or we know that some of the official ideas, but we don't know the concepts, uh, like the actual goals. Just they've said things like a recreation module or a troop transport module. They've thrown out ideas, but they've never actually sat down and said we're going to sell this module and this module. They never spelled it out. Mm, so yeah, right. I definitely see that, especially and then increase the price of the pri of the pirate more. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe down the line, but definitely not in any time immediately. So yeah, yeah down the line. So I, I would say after um, Star Citizen launch, or yeah, after Star Citizen launch. Yeah. Uh, the question is, will will we will we see something like that before or after the Endeavor? 
not bitter at all. <laughs> all right. So up next, we have the Kraken and the Kraken Privateer. Uh, I believe it's Colorado. Give us your best movie voice. Go for it. The Kraken Privateer. Okay, let me start over. The Kraken Privateer is a protector and a beacon of freedom in a too often cruel universe. For those tasked with safekeeping citizens unable to protect themselves, the Kraken is both a sanctuary and a self-contained war machine, ready to take on the most daunting adventures. Drake has thrown out the rulebook to redefine private use capital class ships attack carriers and the very nature of personal freedom is nothing if not a testament to the empowerment of the people mm. Mm. that's some yeah that's some uh advent for you so yeah Kavadi, what do you thought about the kraken and the privateer yeah it's uh man i you know <laughs> i when i saw that um uh, the 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 uh, the Scorpius commercial. I was kind of excited because I was thinking, okay, maybe you know they're kind of working on this ship too. But I was like, okay, let me let me manage my expectations. Uh, but I'm that's this this kind of you know Drake ish um, capital ship. It's definitely got me excited because you know we know um, you know a lot more about the UEE side or when I say UEE side, the Aegis. The Anvil, uh, the RSI, the cat, the, those kinds of capital ships. But the Drake, I'm very curious as to how, uh, you know, a ship like this from Drake to this size is going to be. Because how many toilets is it going to have? You know, a capital ship is going to have one toilet, most likely. Uh, and uh, it's not going to have any um, escape pods either. You know, you have to, like, literally just jump out in space. So I'm very curious to see uh, how feasible hey, it is. Thanks for the subscription. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, Paul, what are your thoughts about the Kraken and the Privateer? There, when I first saw them, I realized they were floating spaceships or floating space stations, like flying space stations, mm. and that's really what they're designed to do. And it's it's kind of exciting because we're not going to get customized space stations. So the the idea of having a like a Kraken is effectively a space station for an org. Um, it's really it's like when I when I you know when I first saw it after the fact when I saw it at the uh, at at twenty eighteen Citizen Con, my my thought was this is uh this this is uh, uh excuse me for using an old anime reference but this is white base this is <laughs> from, from, from 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 Gundam like this is this is like the the capital like the the ship that you would use I for reference. like. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that kind of like uh, like old eighties aesthetic uh, sort of sort of ship designed to be like the home base of the of the heroes, and the cool thing about it is that it can be anything you need it to be, just like any other great ship. It can be uh, it could be a uh, a minor. Hey, thanks for the subscription. It can be a, a a combat ship. It can be an exploration vessel. It can be an uh, like a like a a colonization ship uh, or whatever you really need it to be because it's still got the flexibility of having like a ton of cargo space and you can put all the ships as long as they fit on the, on the deck, they can fit there. So it's a pretty cool kind of little package and because it's bigger, it can jump further and can carry more things. So, yeah. I was one. I have to, yeah, I have to give you a, give out a, a shout out. Cause you just got 10 gifts. Uh, so thank you very much Oof, for that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Getting close to our June subscriber, though. We only three days ago. Three days ago. So appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, my thought about the cracking. I love the video. This video came out. I was like, whoa. Mm. And it, it, it has a, to me, I'm not saying for everyone, but to me, it has a start with feel when it comes to battle. So I, 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 I really love that. And I mean, the, the cinematic of it, it's like you first see this, this minor. He's just minding his own business, drinking, drinking coffee. And then it comes up, the, the, um, someone trying to take a step. Then you see this big ship come by <laughs> and battle ensues. It was just great. And then at the end, he just sit down and minding, go back to what he's doing. I love that video. So whoever came up with it, props to them. But as far as the um, cracking itself, yeah, I, I was at 2018 um, Citizen Con. I saw the, the model. Uh, that was JR Fabrication too, or, 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 if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. And it, a lot it, of the. Go ahead. I said a lot of the painting was done by um, who were at the time streamers who who mm. uh, played Stars and Stripes and like. Uh, um, so yeah, they they they've been painting all of those these <laughs> for for hours, so for days. Yeah, I don't know which office got to take got to take that home, but I hope hopefully stayed in Austin or someplace. Could I mean I can't imagine hauling that from place to place to place. Mm. So yeah, that, that that was great. So I mean, what would you say the size of it was, Paul? It was like five feet. The model, the model. Eas yeah, easily between five and eight feet. It was uh, it was sure. it was it was like a, it was it was the size of a of a of a, of a typical like. Uh, uh, dining room table. Uh, it, it was like it was an insane ratio. It was like one sixteenth or like one thirtieth the size or something yeah. like that of the actual one. So, let's say between uh, five and five and twelve feet, just to be safe. I mean, I know, I know that's a, that's a huge range, but going back from memory, it, it, yeah, it's, it's hard to. Big. It was it was huge. It was huge. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, um, as far as the the, the, the privateer goes, when the privateer came uh, was announced, I was um excited because it was it was another shopping mall ship, and I was I'm really interested in in, in that, that sort of gameplay because I, I already had the um the Manny Metroman and the Manny Metroman I, I got it for two fifty. Um, I think at the time Sorry. you said you said Banu Merchantman? I I can't understand that. What is what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna. I, I'll save it for the end. How about that? I'll save it, save it for the end. Yeah, but uh, okay. I had to benefit benefit from that. I, I got it for two fifty. I think it was three hundred at the time. So when the private when the private deal was first announced, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it'll be because like the tracking one. I want to say seventeen hundred. I, I try to look, look look up the price on the um RSI website, but it's more than thousand dollars, so it's not listed. So mm -hmm. I don't want to say the the, the cracking was seventeen hundred. I expect uh, the to be cheaper because it's specialized, and yeah. I, I, I expect it to be like maybe twelve hundred. I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe if it's a thousand, I, I may, I may get a privateer. No, it was two thousand over the outside credit. I'm like, nope, I'm just keeping up. Many recommend. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's two thousand dollars. It's huge. Two thousand dollars. It's like I said. It's a floating station. It's like one of yeah. those um, uh, L, L point stations. So. So yeah, I, I, maybe somewhere down the line, like five years after the game launch, I'll be I'll I'll think about getting a cracking privateer to to, 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 to to fulfill that dream, but not anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs>
right. So thank you for everyone for that. I think that the, the Kraken and the Privateer were out last year. So we're going to go to our Q&A session. Then we'll have our giveaway. So the first question comes from Von Cody Twice. Would you not say that it's no longer the case with new leadership, Mule, Bolster, and Corsair have a different look and don't seem like a straight cutlass for our... That, 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 that's a... That, that, I, I should pre-read these things before I read them. That, that, that would be a question. That's a statement. Uh, you said like that. <laughs> I, can, I, can see, I can see that what he's saying, though, is which is, for those of you who don't know the, the lore, is that um, Jan Dredge got in trouble because the other thing that we've kind of danced around is that Drake has this reputation of being cheap, that means that it's cheap for people on the frontier, but also easy for pirates to use. Um, so I don't, I don't want to interrupt you. Since you're an Uber nerd. Hello, an Uber nerd. <laughs> Uber nerd. Thank you for grading with 51 viewers. Appreciate it. Uh, today we're talking about Drake and the Planetary. Uh, and our special guest today with Paul Stelly, the actor pub. So yeah, we're, we're, we're currently in a Q&A. So if you have a question, hit the click button and submit, a, submit your question. But yeah, we'll talk about Drake and the Planetary today. So welcome. Um, uh, so yes. were you done? Oh, go ahead. I, I'm almost done. So, so like as a result, they they got a national reputation for being uh, selling to pirates, um, and then there was a in lore there was a expose where Jan Dredge was was interviewed by an undercover uh, reporter and asked about the the question about about the um, about like the the do they care that uh, cutlasses are being used to to to, to kill you know, people. And uh, Jan was basically like, listen, I don't care. I don't care who buys their ship. If they have the credits, they have the credits. We, we, you know, we're not going to go uh, yeah, above and beyond. And so she got in big trouble for that. And so she had to be retired. She would, she, she dropped out of CEO. And then they, a new guy came in, and an Arden, I think his name was, who took over the company. And since then, they've done the Corsair, the uh, Vulture, and the uh, Kraken have been all been released. So there, uh, the, 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 the statement is uh, still kind of there. Is this, do we have a different style guy? And I say to a degree, but it's still, the vulture is still a cutlass. It's just got a weird canopy. Uh, the, the Kraken is still a cutlass. It's just a big cutlass. Uh, <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, the, the Corsair is the same thing. It's, it's, it's just a cutlass, but uh, the chunky one with wings. So. Translation cutlass. <laughs> so yes, thank you for that. Uh, we got a question from Jobamo. This question is uh, that question is just simple. When comma when copper. So I'm gonna say soon TM. That's that's my answer for that one. Uh, last guy Leeson asked. So Drake is for sure belted out louder. What flavors best sum up each manufacturer like Apple, etc. Can use any real world analog or in fiction. So, what, what, what flavor best some of some of each manufacturer like Origin, RSI, and what have you? Uh, Karate, what are your thoughts? Wait, repeat that question. He's I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, he's asking like like what is the different like? So we know that Drake is very much mm -hmm. like the Beltaloda from, from right. Aspects. Yeah, Beltaloda. So kind of. Yeah. Um, so what is, what, what, what every other manufacturer can, what kind of real world analog do they have? Oh man, that's a good question because we've been able to equate, you know, the other ones like, you know, with origin to BMW or Mercedes or, uh, you know, the freelancers to the Fords, but Drake, do we have a real world manufacturer equivalent to Drake? 
Yeah. Because <laughs> what's that? <laughs> oh, so well, what's that in fiction too? In fiction work. Uh it's it's uh Lauda. La Lada. La I can't say Lada. Lada. Yeah. It's a it's a Russian manufacturer. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, go map the same Kia, Hyundai, <laughs> Pinto. <laughs> no. Yeah, Pinto probably probably fits the best in my opinion. That's that's pretty good. So yeah, uh, but each yeah, okay. So yeah, I don't. I I I, I think Twitch chat probably gave the the, the best answer so far. <laughs> All right, it's it's we have, it's, it's whatever the big manufacturers are, but cheaper. That's it. It is <clears throat> another one from Black Sky Legion. Drake gets a bad rap at pirate ship, but the truth is, the most malicious hot independent operators settlers use it for use it because it's cheap, good, and reliable. Why do people look down on this? Because people, people look, look down, down on Drake. Because people look down on poor people. Why. The manufacturers <laughs> that that are really notorious is like Origin because who's why why are you gonna fly your Origin ship in my pirate space? You're just asking to 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 raise piracy, right? We're here just just struggling to get our resources, and here you're here with your your fancy ship. You're looking for trouble, and then when we try to get your you know your ship to sell to to uh, you know to get parts and money to raise our families, you know you send in the UEE. So the real notorious manufacturers are actually Origin, right? It's not Drake. Right, people <laughs> buy tickets looking for you know to survive. Hey, at the same time, uh, how many Drake ships do a Xenothreat using? <laughs> hey, they use they use what was okay. made available to them. Okay, they use they use almost exclusively Aegis ships. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, even even um you know uh, to a degree even like nine tails uh, they do use cutlasses but they also use mm. gladiuses and hornets and valkyries and so like there you go so who's actually selling to the xenothread eh yeah who's selling to xenothread it ain't it ain't drake it ain't uh, drake <laughs> yeah so so it's not and then people look, looking down on, on Drake, is that the other stuff are just e e easy to get, maybe? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's because it's kind of like the poor thing, you know? It's like, it's the everyman mm. ship, so it's yeah. it's, it's the yeah. cheap. But it's not the uh, authorized everyman ship, which is the RSI ships, so. You know, it's the more rebellious, you know, go, we're going to go out in the woods and do our own thing, so. Yeah, that, that's why I, I, I'm sticking with Banu, because, you know, Banu will, will sell to anyone, buy from anyone. <laughs> uh, up next we have our last question this is from big black gaming did the panel imagine that once deep module gameplay comes in, comes in that bridge ship will treat module less well causing more variation failure in performance such as module in drake ship so you think when when um modularity mm -hmm. and stuff come, comes online will cause more variation and failure in performance in drake ships that's an interesting question because, like, for example, j just as how we were talking about with the caterpillar, for instance, if we get some kind of modularity change, um, would that, you know, cause some change in the um, the power management or even the resource management for the ships? Um, would it have a higher chance in power running out if we're using a module that requires more power or even less power? Would it actually be able to, you know, um, 
fly or, or, or perform for a longer time without, you know, the systems um, degrading. Uh, so, I mean, it all depends on CIG, I guess, and, and how intricate they're willing to connect the resource management, um, resource management for the ship to the module. Of course, once again, module definitely be using some kind of resource from the ship. So it's an interesting question. And yeah, I'm very curious to see if that actually will have some kind of result or an effect. How about you, Paul? I'm, I'm pretty much in the same way. I don't, I don't, it's really hard to tell. I think it depends on the module. Uh, I can imagine, like, for instance, you might be able to get a, a module for a Caterpillar that is just a fuel tank. Mm. That extends its range, you know, just swap out one of those, those things for just extra fuel, which would be great. Give you, give you a little bit more of an advantage. Uh, or even refinery, you know, swap, swap out one of those modules for refinery. So now suddenly you, you have the ability to refine fuel in the fly. You know, for 25, uh, they can put a subscription. Hey, thanks for the subscription. So, yeah, it's it's hard to tell um, to, exactly. I do think that it'll probably, it'll almost certainly be a performance hit for some way, shape, or form. Um, but it also might be a performance boost. So, yeah, my thoughts are going to come at this from a different angle. Um, remember, overclocking would be a thing. Mm. So, that, that, that could, that could, um, either make something wear less or probably wear faster when you overclock something and put it in any ship, not just big ship. But yeah, I think in general, uh is cheap or inexpensive, put it that way. So I think their modules and stuff like that will probably not last as long as maybe like an Origin or RSI module, something in an RSI or Origin or even mess. Uh, manufacturer ship is in so yeah i don't know about breaking down like you're in the middle of nowhere it's suddenly your, your quantum drive stopped working i don't know about all that but yeah uh, overclocking maybe maybe contributing factor too because a lot of people will, will, will probably take, take, try to take advantage of that now, yeah, mind you pod racer yeah i can see that especially the um the, the um dragonfly approaching image okay yeah so uh that was it for our um q a uh up next we have our giveaway for the drake bolster so the giveaway uh uh code or uh, giveaway keyword thank you for the picture of that oh that's the cracking that they were talking about yeah so yeah, yeah. That, what, 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 while we're doing it the giveaway it, code it gives you perspective the, yeah the um keyword for the giveaway is exclamation point drake Hopefully that's already started. So exclamation point Drake is going to enter the um the giveaway. Yes, so, yeah, go ahead and put that in. Yep, and people are, are putting that in. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely definitely bigger than than five feet. That, 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 yeah, my God, <laughs> huge. Yeah. Yeah. Closer, yeah. closer to eight eight to twelve feet. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that I was a huge thing. I said a minimum eight was from the size of it. It's just because I remember walking around it and saying, if I lay down here, it would probably be bigger than I am. And I'm at over six uh. feet. So, yeah. As, yeah. At that point, it's not a model. It's a museum piece. Essentially. <laughs> 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 in a museum. Right? Uh, Indiana Jones, like, like, like to say. So hopefully it, it, it found a good home. We yeah. probably ask, like, after the show, like, I'm going to... Uh, 
not bugging them, but probably sending tweets saying, hey, CID, when did, when did the ship wind up being in the, for, for, for Brad Tom? I know Moist Noodle helped it. And last, last I heard from Moist was that it was in a box somewhere. I think it's waiting for the new new offices to be built and it's going to be put up in some Oh, okay. Offices. Okay. So. So they actually took it for it and everything. Uh, I don't know. Ho- ho- hopefully it'll, it'll still be together. And not the uh, yeah the, the yellow jacket um, picture we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it's actually that's, that's only a, three, that's only three quarter size. That's not full size. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. That's not the full. I was gonna say that's that's not even the full size. It's huge in game. That's just like to give you perspective of the the scale of everything in Star Citizen. It's massive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everyone. Exclamation point, Drake. Uh, is the um, keyword for this giveaway for a Drake Bolter. So be sure to put that in if you're interested in getting one. Uh, I think that's about it. So, uh, oh, it is uh, six years insurance, I, I believe. So, yeah, it's not LTI, but it's, it, 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 I almost as good as LTI. If you're trying to stay in the game for, for six years. Uh, so yeah, I think that's it. Tell um, uh, Audi, you want to give um, you, you want to give a countdown for the, the giveaway? Yeah, sure. So I will go from five to zero, five, four, three, two, one. Drum roll, zero and F- FC. Gavinger six seven six has won the giveaway. Gavinger, you there? Say hello. He, he, he's most likely here. There he is. What? Yeah, hey. what? Yeah, con- contact us after the show. Well, you'll be around. But yeah, just contact us after the show. We'll get the information. So congrats, Scavenger. All right. So with that, um, talk about <laughs> come to the end of the show. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, I survived the puns, man. I survived the <laughs> 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 So yeah, uh, come to come watch us on Thursday on YouTube slash Soul Citizens, nine p.m. Eastern, one a.m. Friday on UTC. We will talk about uh, what's going on in the, in the community of Star Citizen. Normally, we cover ISC, SCL, and anything else that's on the comment and anything else that that sparks our interest. And sometimes random stuff like um, Steam sales and stuff like that. So come join us on Thursday. Uh, Colorado, you want to talk about uh, next week, uh, Saturday, uh, Soul Voices? Yeah, on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Soul Voices come online. We are always talking about community concerns, be it from Reddit, be it from Spectrum, be it from everywhere. You know, we talk about questions that the community may have, you know, topics that, you know, may may be concerned about, you know, development, may be concerned about ships, the rate of development, all those things. And you have a chance to, you know, voice your own opinions as well. It's available on YouTube, uh, Saturdays, once again, 3 p.m. Eastern. Come and join the fun. And that's 7 p.m. UTC. Yeah. And on Sunday, we have it, next Sunday, we have another Solar Citizen talk about tips and tricks. That'll be 8 p.m. Eastern uh, uh, Sunday, uh, midnight UTC, technically Sunday, uh, uh, Monday for that. But yes, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and that's our 4th of July show. So, well, 3rd of July, actually, but yeah. It's Sunday. So yeah, come check check us out. Do you have any tips and tricks you want to share? You can post them in, in Twitch chat and probably d- discuss them and we'll, and we'll share our own. So it should be a fun show. Just a tip. 
Uh, also, uh, we, we, we have merchandise, so if you want to check the link below, um, you can, um, there's the merchandise, we sell t-shirt, mug, hat, long sleeve shirt, what have you, and it, it's a great way for to support us, and we appreciate it. We also have, um, Patreon, uh, if you want to support us that way, if you're on YouTube, you can click the join, become a soul build social or soul mate, and, um, uh, also on so on social media, basically, um, Soul Citizen everywhere on social media. So if you click on so, uh, type in Soul Citizen, we'll, we'll likely um come out. And with that, I think uh, I think that's it. Uh, Paul, you want to tell you how again people can find you? You can find me at twitch.tv slash theastropub on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then you can also find me on youtube.com slash theastropublive for my gaming content, highlights, uh, uh, talking about the game, my captain's table, which you'll find uh, fast card in every so often and maybe Kelradi in the, in the future, uh, as well as my office hour streams and uh, other content like that. And if you want the more lore side of Star Citizen, like I talked about with Drake, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash the Astro Historian uh, to catch all the lore stuff there. So good to see you there. And like I said, you'll always be physical on to me. So hey, yes. I don't blame <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so thank you again, Paul, for, sure, for being here. We appreciate it. Especially uh, t t t talking to ship uh, for Drake. Kawadi, uh, uh, Paul gave us his favorite Drake ship. What is your favorite Drake ship? Oh, that is the Buccaneer. As e Even Buccaneer, though I haven't uh, tried it in a long time, Buccaneer, definitely. All right. Thank you. All right, so with that, we're going to raid Yo-Yo Mag. So give us uh, so citizen love from, from Africa to Yo-Yo Mag. Uh, so, uh, so okay, I think that's it for now. Uh, thank you for everyone for joining us and watching and all the comments and everyone who's in quick chat. But peace, love, and so take care, everybody. Take care, people. Said it. It's okay.